What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Brunch Breakdown. We back, we back, we back, we back, we back and good, babies. Wow, that was yeah. special. But yeah, we're here. And it's super early on the West Coast, by the way. Super Brunch early. time. And I just have to tell all of you that it's really early, and I do this for the art, for you. Because, <laughs> man. But anyways, there's that. We sincerely appreciate that, but that's what brunch is all about. It's about waking up early. Getting it together. That's actually not true. You're already that's lying. Brunch is about having breakfast later in the day. Yeah, that's like it's it's breakfast and lunch. Like that's like that's called waking out of bed, sometimes hungover, eleven o'clock, yeah. going to meet up with the homies, and then having food. But I, I appreciate the positive here. spin on it, Dan. I'm yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to get our guy going because he's doing it for us. He's doing it for the art. So <laughs> it's just to uh, our, our our signs of appreciation. For you, Mr. Dudley, here to be up and at him for Brunch 21. It's a special day. Special episode. Brunch is legal. Brunch is legal, baby. Brunch is legal. A lot of milestones. We have a ton to talk about. No, I mean, the main reason why uh, I'm up early, it's because all three of us needed to be on this episode. Like, I think we all can agree Mm -hmm. that, like, you know, this wasn't a time to, like, have just two of us on an episode. Like, this is the time we all three of us need to be here. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Lots to cover. Yeah, lots to cover in Brunch 21. Your your pre-Thanksgiving yeah. Brunch, if oh, you yeah. will. Because there'll be another special episode that we'll get to a little later mm-hmm. about. But pre-Thanksgiving brunch, so this is the last opportunity to kind of stretch out your stomach and your gullet to prepare for Thursday. <laughs> so you can just take everything in, baby. Take it all in. What are you even talking about? I don't know, Chris. Throw <laughs> down the promo. Where are you? <laughs> what is happening right now? Oh, my goodness. Well, should I tell people where they can get the podcast? Ooh, tell them. If they still want it after dad jokes and be over here. <laughs> Dan is like, full of dad know. jokes this morning. And maybe every day, but I'm just noticing it specifically this morning. Over it's, under it's one impressive. and a half gullet it's jokes. Dan, one under. day one day when you have kids, you are going to annoy the shit out of them when you wake them up in the morning. Probably. With this, <laughs> Probably. this highbrow humor. And yeah. It's gonna I'm be so intense. excited for whenever that happens. I'm going to have to go to that end of things because I can't be like, that's what she said every time my kid said something. Yeah, like, it's going to be inappropriate. So I have to start <laughs> eventually the sway once we get down that road in life. We're nowhere near that road yet, but we'll make the transition when the time's appropriate. Well, uh, how about you, the listener, subscribe to our podcast? That sounds like a fantastic idea. Great uh, idea. Marvelous. You, you can Marvelous. find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Search for The Brunch Breakdown. And hit subscribe. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Whoa. All of those are at Brunch Breakdown. Uh, Didi is on Twitter at Didi is Bored. Dan is on Twitter at SteelCityDan22. And I am on Twitter at Chris underscore Gates. Dan um, very thoughtfully numbered our courses on the menu this yes. morning uh, so that we didn't have to because some of us are very tired. And... Uh, <laughs> I will run through what we're going to talk about. 
Hopefully we get to all of them, and if not, they'll be pushed to the Leftovers episode, which is actually going to happen, and we will have that for you next week so you can enjoy the Leftovers while you're eating some Leftovers. Beautiful. Uh, But for this episode. All day. For this episode, uh, we're obviously just going to you know talk about what we've been up to. Uh, Dan and I were on a road trip. Didi's been seeing some shit in L.A., uh, so we're going to check in on all that. Um, the main course for this episode, Donald Trump is president, and I, it's because of our recording schedule, it, it kind of sucks that we haven't talked about it yet, but we've, got, we've been able to um, process a lot. Since that happened, and we are going to talk a lot about that. We're going to talk about Thanksgiving food. What needs to be on your plate? What do you want nowhere near your plate? Two hot topics that we're going to debate. I can't wait for that one. Me too. Uh, Dave Chappelle was on SNL. I uh, want to talk about that as well as, well as anything else that uh, we might be watching this fall. Uh, we have a would you rather have life question that we're going to dig into. Um Big news in Pennsylvania, you can now buy six packs of beer distributors. For our national listeners, you might think, why is that special? Well, why? we're going to tell you, um, and maybe it's <laughs> part of making America great again. Uh, Britney Spears is in the news. Uh, we're going to talk about what we're listening to as we do every week. And I don't know, any other hijinks we get into <laughs> along the way. But uh, the first topic is what we have all been doing and... Uh, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Because, go. You go first. I mean, you guys already have a podcast where I listen to you talk about everything that you guys have been up to. That's but, true. Uh, That's you know, true. So, so, I'll, so I'll go first for the, for the people. Well, this week was uh, – well, this past a couple weeks. Uh, my parents, my mom, my sister – well, not my, my parents. My, my dad's at home because he just decided not to go anywhere. But my sister and my mom, they came out um, to L.A. And they yearly used me as a pit stop. Like, <laughs> which I think is like the funniest thing in the world. But they went to Hawaii for my aunt's uh, for my aunt's birthday. But they had they came to L.A. for two days on each end, which might be the best way for people to visit. Not gonna lie to you, like <laughs> you get like a couple days, like you get a couple days with your family, you break, and then you get that like week break, and then they come back again. And what are you like, trying to say, Didi? I come out there often. What are you trying to say? Like- <laughs> You know, uh, you might need to stay with somebody else in between and then come back. You just never know. Um, but, no, else, right. was, but no, it was cool. Um, pulled some strings, got my uh, my sister and mom on the set of The Young and the Restless, which was like made my mom's like life. And <laughs> so that was like, so that was pretty cool. And um, went to Disneyland yesterday. Is it hard yesterday. to do that? Sorry to interrupt. Is it hard to get like these because i feel like you run into them at least a decent amount where you can get like passes to be on set for different shows is that hard to do yeah on certain ones because like on for the young and the restless one like i know somebody on the young and the restless so like that's the only way you could get on set is if you, you gotta have somebody. famous friends is yeah what you're saying. yeah you just have to have somebody that you know on there but then the only, then there's also like a bunch of tours and stuff too that you can like pay for to do certain things all around you know LA and gotcha. where, you know, the studios and stuff like that. You just, there's just some things where it's like, yeah, you have to actually know somebody and some things you're like, you know, you, it's, it's kind of easy. So yeah, but it's cool. Cool. All right. So that was, so, but that was, that was awesome. Cause it was like, they were filming like their new year's Eve thing. So that was like every single character from the young and the restless. And I don't know if you guys watched, had to, were forced to watch soap operas as a kid, but I was a dude who was, so I watched, so I was like, wow, these characters are actually here. 
This is wild. I've been is Sonny on that show? Since I was young. No, 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 no. No. That's, that's like the only guy I know. Okay. I feel like, I've also feel like he's been killed a lot, but he just keeps coming back. <laughs> that's how it is. I don't know. Though. I know nothing, that's I know how it nothing is about that. It sounds like you know something about it. He, I see him on, I see him on, you know, the, the cash register magazines quite often. Uh-huh. He's there. <laughs> Check He's out still out. there. Yeah. Yeah. The I know that guy. Line. Oh man! Shouts to that guy. Tell you what, checkout man. line. Good God. Throwback I love when tweet. Didi uh, live tweets from the <laughs> checkout aisle, and we. I think you just hashtag it checkout aisle. Yep. I learned so much when you do that. Oh man, dude, that was fun. Cause like whenever that was back when I lived at home in West Virginia, because like. <laughs> living in West Virginia, like the people in the checkout line, they are talking to each other the whole time. So whoever's like checking people out is like literally asking about their kids, asking about like whatever. Oh yeah. I went to your son's graduation party. I haven't seen you since then. Such and such who's coming over Thanksgiving dinner, blah, blah, blah. And you're just sitting there literally trying to like just leave the store and everyone (laughs) is talking. And I'm like, stop this. Like, so then I would just start like, just randomly looking at like what's on the headlines of like every tabloid thing and just start yeah. every magazine and then just start tweeting it out. Hashtag check out. <laughs> That's a spoiler alert for one of our life questions we have in this very episode that I want to bring Ooh. up to you too, that I didn't put on the That's menu because I wanted, I want it natural. I want you to think naturally. I didn't want you to think ahead of time, but please on with your trip. That's deep. Well, anyways, uh, yeah. yeah, mom, sister came out. We did the, you know, did some sightseeing stuff and that was cool too. So, you know, happy they came out and it was cool to see them in, in LA, but uh, another thing that I did this weekend, this this week, was I got to see Ray Shrimmerd live. I love their new album. I love Shrimp nice. Life too. But the cool thing was, was their song Black Beatles went number one in the country on Crazy. the day that I saw them. So it was Crazy. like amazing, and like they did Black Beatles like three times, and it was so like at the nah, end of the show, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it was so cool because they were just like, and they did a mannequin challenge like live on stage. I guess that's like now part of their show. They do that. So like they did it once and then like they just played Black Beatles like two other times. And it was just, it was so cool. And like, it was just cool. It's so cool to see like the energy in that, that building, whatever that song played, whatever, like no flex zone played. You're just like, these guys have only been around for like two years and Mm -hmm. they've got a solid, like I'm talking like a solid, like five, like legit hits. They have, and it's just like yeah. wow, like you know. Wow. But seeing Ray Shrimmer, that was it, that was insane this week. That was awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that's good stuff. It's a fun week, man. Fun week. You've had a busy week. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. All right. Uh, well, Chris and I've been a little busy. Dude, I know. When you say so, when you say so, Chris. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> he doesn't want to talk about it. It's still <laughs> I still hear emotional you talk too. About it. No, okay. Uh, well, yeah. If you're a listener of the Chris and Dan podcast, which I'm sure maybe some of you are. Chris and I went on a road trip this past weekend to Clemson, South Carolina. Heard it sucked. Yeah. It was, it was <laughs> yeah, rough. man. It was rough. Just a big uh, dud of a trip. Nothing yes. exciting happened so, or anything. Um, <laughs> we, we, we took the trip down with, what, five other friends. Uh, we took the road trip option, which was an approximate nine and a half to ten hour drive with stops, Ugh. which – Never. Is about what we had for. We went on the same. We want to. We want. We do one big road trip a year. We went to Iowa last year. Don't ask why. Okay. Wait. 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 Go ahead. Wait. You. This is a. This is. This is a, why I tell you. There's to tell a the national story. audience. Is... There's a national audience for this podcast. 
You did not specify, and you need to, that we do these road trips around pit football. Because if you just tell people we do one big road trip a year, <laughs> and right. you say we go to Iowa and people South like, Carolina, well, are... people are going to be like, yeah. what the hell do you do this, on these road trips? That's a great that point. is true. That sounds pretty that's suspect. Wow. Yes. That's a, yeah. Wow. It is based on and, and centered around pit football, the yes. University of Pittsburgh. Just, I want people to think we lead interesting lives. We, we just, just have a lottery system. Iowa it's just a bunch Clemson, of Clemson, South Carolina. Like we're not really like into farming. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's just a lottery system, and we picked out Iowa last year, and everyone was devastated. <laughs> uh, we got to get a new, we got to get a new lottery system in here. It's not working too well. We're over two. But anyways, <sighs> last year we went to uh, Iowa. Pitt played at Iowa. This year they played at Clemson in South Carolina. We chose to go to that game. We chose this way back when the schedule first came out, figuring. Uh, it was a good time that worked for everybody. No one has actually ever been there before, and it'd be nice to get to South Carolina in November. So we hopped in the car, took the road trip all the way down. Um, got a little scary in some portions of the road trip, Chris. Oh, yeah. yeah, you take Through, don't t- if you're in if you're on the interstate in South Carolina, and it's like stay on it. There's an a- yeah, there's an accident ahead. Uh, we have a, a route that could save you some time. Don't take that route. Don't, don't do, do it. it. It's not You're worth, it's see not worth those minutes. You're going to see some some places that you just don't want. You just don't want It's not want worth it. those extra minutes. It's really not. Um, so we got down there on Friday. We went out, enjoyed some of the nightlife that Clemson had to offer. What was that the like? Tiger Town Tavern. That was decent. We had our first stop yeah. there. That place was cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good stop. And our Uber driver was uh, very knowledgeable for... Kind of a creep. Kind of, yeah, a little bit. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> he's kind Uber of a freak, driver. Yeah, he college campus. He's like a. He was like a. I don't know, sixty-five-year-old man driving this BMW. And we get in, and we're like, we're classing it up here. First of all, we were pleased that Clemson had Uber because when we went to Iowa last year, they never even heard of it, well, let of alone have it. Yeah. So super pumped about that. So we get in, and we're like, oh, it's gonna be a classy ride. I wonder what kind of information this guy's gonna have. And they start dropping, dropping f bombs and everything like all over the place, and like, <laughs> sluts McGee over here. And I'm like, what's going on? So, anyways. <laughs> Then he told us to go to the study hall, also, which is across the street. That was the only rooftop bar in uh, in the town, which there was a wait to get in. In um, Clemson, South in Carolina. Clemson, South Carolina. We, we had to wait, wait in line college, for 10 minutes though. and then pay a $5 cover. That's college, man. That's it is. That's college. I was, like, we, why are, I was like, let's go somewhere else, but we didn't. Dude, that's co- I mean, that's the thing. Like, that's college, though, man. Like, I mean, we used to wait in line to go into a bar room. And then pay like ten dollar cover. That's true. Yeah, that's a city though. Like I never paid. No, you're right. I never paid yeah. co- cover it in Kent, Ohio, to go to a. Yeah, right. I paid cover small in town. WVU. Like there yeah. was cover. Yeah. There were lines. WVU. Yeah. But see, there are some. There are some bar. There's some bars worth paying five bucks to get into at WVU because they're awesome. Yeah. This place we got in and it was like cool, but it wasn't worth. Really? Thing to get into, and and there was vomit everywhere. So, yeah, so. <laughs> seriously, and it was a big debate, and we still don't have the you know confirmed information whether it was Ooh. the same person or two different vomiters. Yeah. Um, hashtag vomiters. There you go. Um, oh, it so we was lied. very weird. <laughs> it was very weird. We couldn't figure it out. We didn't really want to figure it out, but no. it was just there. That's disgusting. Um, yeah. yeah. So then. The reason we went there naturally was the football game that took place on Saturday. Had a long day full of tailgating. A long day full of tailgating with <laughs> a bunch of Bojangles, which is the only way to do it in the South, which is fantastic. Uh, met some Clemson, Clemson people down there. Pretty friendly. Very friendly folks. Uh, welcoming. Had that Southern hospitality. 
if you will. And then we went to the game. And Clemson <laughs> is ranked, for, for those that don't follow sports as closely as we do, Clemson ranked number two in the country. Pitt, a pretty good football team, but was a 21.5-point underdog in this game. And guess what? They shocked the freaking world, and they won on a last-minute field goal, 43-42. to 42. It, was, it was wild to be down there and experience it. I have the video on my Twitter. Chris has a bunch of pictures on his. Those are one of those games that you're never going to forget, ever. And that was an incredible experience. That stadium is awesome down there. The atmosphere yeah. is awesome. Uh, and then the Southern hospitality just turned to you know radio silence basically after that because <laughs> they're thinking ahead, national championship, playoff picture, and their shit just got spoiled right in front of them by a team that they didn't expect to be beaten by. And we were there for it all. It was pretty awesome. That's sweet. Yeah, yeah. man. It was a good time. Yeah. yeah and then we uh, road trip back. Always goes a little bit. Uh, well, we had, this, we had this debate, Chris. Do you think the, the road trip back is longer? Or the I thought down both ways went like extremely quick. It seemed to go quicker for like like again. We went to Iowa last year. That took forever, but the time difference wasn't all that much. The big between difference the two. between going to Iowa and going to South Carolina. Yeah, we were like at least a little bit more excited, I guess, for for South Carolina. Yeah, and there was more was to look at more. on the drive. Like yeah. I don't know what it is, but driving through the state of Ohio t- takes like. Like three months. Like it it's, takes forever. It well, because there's nothing. It's just yeah. hills and trees and just you're just going. You know what I mean? You don't see yeah. anything. Like it's not like you're it's not like you're taking a bunch of different exits or anything. Like I remember right. driving to I remember driving to Indianapolis and you basically drive through Ohio the entire time. Like you're on yeah. like seventy literally the whole time. So if you ever mm-hmm. drive to Indianapolis, understand that like you will just get on I think, yeah, it's 70 that goes through wheeling, and then you just stay on it forever, and that's it. And then you, and then you make a road, then you take the rest stop in Indiana, and then you regret that decision for the rest of your life oh, because they're the worst rest stops in, in the, the country, country hands worst. down. There's no worst. question about it. <laughs> like, you walk in there. I walked in, I remember going in there and using the bathroom there, and I'm like, I think I'm dirtier coming out of here than I came in here. Like, yeah, this don't, is even wa- don't even wash your hands. Yeah. Like, just don't. have hand sanitizer because it's going to get worse. If you have to touch something in the bathroom, it's horrible. I don't know. The worst rest stop is the one. Uh, it's when, like when I went to Charleston, South Carolina. It's the one. It's like the Mexican stop or whatever the whatever that rest stop is. Dan, like you're familiar from down there. You have to know what I'm talking yeah. about. I think I do actually. Because it's like this really. It looks like an. It looks like a broken down amusement park almost. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but yes. like, it's but it's a big rest stop and like. It's absolutely disgusting. Like, it's the yeah. most disgusting thing. Where You're right. That one's definitely up there. Is that thing called? I can't ah. think of what the name of it is. I know exactly what, you, what you're thinking of, though. Is it called South of the... South of the he's, Border. He's efforting. He's efforting right now. That's it. It's called South of the Border. South of the Border. Yeah. yeah. It's called South of the Border. If you In Dillon, South Carolina. <laughs> Stay if away. If you ever see it, never stop. Our friend in the car, my friend Eric, was like, dude, we got to stop at South of the Border. Got to stop at South of the Border. I was like, why? For what? Like, it's literally yeah. the most disgusting thing ever. Absolutely ever. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Stay away. There's your warning, America. Stay away. South of the Border. There's your warning for those two areas. Like, There's God. your warning. Yeah. Um, it's terrible. So, yeah, that was, a, that was an incredible road trip for us to be able to experience and witness. Um, no, I guess that's awesome. We're never not going to be able to forget. Uh, one last thing that somebody threw on here, snow, 
snow yet? Is there snow? Didi, are you asking if we've seen snow yet? Yeah, because I heard it's supposed to, like, I heard there's snow supposed to happen this weekend. Give it it about four hours. I don't know if it's going to come through on this recording, but I can see Dan. You keep turning around in your office. I'm looking out the window the whole time we're recording this, and it is like Armageddon outside right now. I'm hearing some things that I'm a little freaked out Dude, it's like 50-mile-per-hour winds, and we're going to try and tailgating this today, which is ridiculous. This is going to be a miserable afternoon. Like oh yeah, a lot it's of running the bad. ball today. A lot of running the ball. We're, yeah. we're trying to ta- we're tailgating for the game after this, and Ooh. we're supposed to see some rain, which again could turn into that snow. The wind is supposed to be howling. It was seventy two degrees in Pittsburgh yesterday. Yeah, and it's going to be th- uh, below freezing tonight. So yeah, yeah so Good we're God. definitely hitting there. So we haven't seen actually seen snow yet, but yeah, give us a couple more hours. That might be the case, Yikes. unfortunately. Wow. That's uh yeah that's terrible we'll yeah, out. the reason why I saw that is because I saw like West Virginia plays Oklahoma today big game yeah. and everyone's like it's gonna it's gonna be snowing and thirty degrees at eight o'clock tonight Ugh. that's what that's all that's all I've been seeing like all week long so I was like oh snap they're about to get some snow and then they said Brown Steel like Brown Steelers this weekend and that's supposed to be snow mm-hmm. and they got Dude, to Cleveland it- though. With yeah. all the wind, with all the wind with this thing, that West Virginia Oklahoma game is going to be chaos because both those teams, like all they do is throw the ball. Yeah, it might make Skylar Howard look good. That's the thing that'll be interesting. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> all right, boys, let's get to the main event let's here. Let's do it. Donald Trump has been elected president of our United States, and then what was the joke with on SNL was <laughs> United. <laughs> um, <laughs> Reaction, reaction, thoughts. Yeah, what were your thoughts when it was going down on on like la- last Tuesday? Like, what? Like, because that's what I want to know from you guys right at, at right now. As we start, like, you were watching, you're watching CNN or NBC or whatever the hell you're watching. What is mm-hmm. happening? What what went through your head when you were like, whoa, wait, wait, Trump's about to be president? Because yeah, what were your thoughts? So th- we've talked a lot about how this whole thing has been like pure entertainment this whole race i was thinking we all talked on the last episode we were like yeah we all thought hillary was gonna probably end up winning this thing um as it was going on it was like even from an early point they were saying oh donald trump might make this closer than we thought and i was like you know what why not have more entertainment all the (laughs) way down a little bit and then it started to be like oh this is really gonna happen and then i started to feel like a little bit nervous Mm -hmm. um I wasn't going to feel great regardless of who won it, um, but it's like definitely, it's definitely a interesting, weird type of spot to be in, just because it's a um, a guy that appears to be a little bit of a loose cannon, uh, a guy that doesn't really have experience doing the job uh, or just being in politics. So it's like this whole sense of unknown and like what the hell is going to happen there's going to be that sense of unknown anyway but this time it's like oh like this is this is really i don't know what's going to happen tomorrow so yeah that was kind of my reaction it's like uh, a hot mess reality show that you watch purely for the entertainment and then all of a sudden like you're casted onto the reality show (laughs) and you're like oh shit um this got real real quick um (laughs) like uh, like real world. It's like watching the real world and be like, wow, these guys, this is a mess. And then all of a sudden, Hey, you're on it and you can't leave. Um, yeah, I was definitely surprised. I was also thinking, man, this is yet another opportunity in which I was, I wish I was living on the West coast watching this. So I didn't have to wait till 12, 1am, 2am to get like more finalized things. 
and wait up all night for it. But yeah, I think for mo- as most people were definitely surprised by it. And I think reality kicked in around 10 o'clock. It was like, Oh, this is really going to happen. Isn't it? Yeah. This is it really going to happen? Yeah. Um, and they kept coming up with different ways. They're like, well, if she can come back here, we're waiting on like, you know, all these votes from Milwaukee. Milwaukee. Milwaukee, Dude, Milwaukee what are you the, doing? The world revolved around the what one county doing? where Milwaukee was. <laughs> what are you doing, Milwaukee? And I like, I don't understand how some of these things, like there are some states and some cities like that that took forever to get their votes in. Yeah. But like states out on the West Coast, like Arizona was like, oh, 96% in. We're ready. We're ready, Betty. Call it. And we're like, over here waiting on Milwaukee. We can't call the state yet Dude. because even though Milwaukee's been closed for many, many hours, why does this take so long? Why no does idea. this take so freaking long? I know you have absentee ballots and you got to count. And it's just like it's unbelievable how in the world that we live in, it takes <laughs> days to get every vote counted. It took, it took more than a week to get every vote counted, really. And it if a race is that close – like Bush Gore took days until we actually yeah. knew anything, and then there was the recount. It was like crazy. When are we going to get to it where it becomes a little bit? But that, uh, yeah, that's the thing. Quick, that yeah. was that was twelve years ago. Like we're a little more advanced in our technology. A little and yet, more, and yet <laughs> here about, we are. I have a computer about, in my pocket every day. Think about, like, yeah. dude. Sixteen years ago, everybody that you knew didn't have a computer at their house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you didn't. We had like I think I don't even know if we had cable. Like cable internet wasn't what it was. I remember like I remember one person and my group of friends had like cable internet and like it was like whoa you can download a song in ten minutes. (laughs) This is crazy. Yeah, and you know they the the whole process of like voting is so intense. It's so old school. And like stupid. going, getting in line, oh, showing yeah. your little ID, signing your in. Uh, oh, you got to get this number. Then you got to rip this little paper and you got to take this paper and you got to go give it to this guy. And then you do everything electronically, which is like, come on, why are we so old on this? Uh, and then we can do electronically here. Yet they're so, they make sure that you get one vote. And they're very, again, the little paper trail and everything that you've got to do. Hell, let someone vote twice because half the country didn't vote. I don't even care. I don't even freaking yeah, care. Right? They work so hard in making sure that that is you voting and you are nobody else. It and is. that is it. And you get one vote, yet half the country is just sitting at home doing whatever they want to do. It's just – it's nuts, man. It's nuts. Well, it's from not- like the numbers I saw too, like obviously if half the country doesn't vote, then that affects things in every Milwaukee. election. A little and bit. it's always like that. But like – I saw some numbers that said, like, of Democrats, like, like six million fewer turned out to to vote, whereas Republicans, like, like a little less than, uh, like, like a little under two million, <clears throat> uh, d- d- didn't turn out to vote. And this is in comparison to the the year the election before the last presidential election. So, like, that that that's huge. How that impacts do you, things. Do you think that's because the majority of those people? assumed they knew who was going to win and they didn't like their vote wasn't going to matter or you think they i mean it was some people just i i get it if you like i don't like either candidate whatever well it's like well then i hope you're ready to have either one of them you cannot complain if you don't vote that's what i tell people if you don't vote you cannot complain at all because you did nothing um but do you think that is because people just assumed hillary was going to win or it's yes i mean i don't know if people assume trump is going to win you think they just assume that i think for the democratic party that was maybe 
we're hearing a lot of that. People were just like, oh, she's going to win. My vote's not really going to matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter, at least not in this state. I think it's a combo that, think, between like okay. a few. I think it's like, I, I think it's, I don't think anybody was energized to vote. No, yeah. Except for, big I think, yeah, like, except for, like, yeah, I think Republicans were, I think there were people who were, you know, who knows if they were even in a party. I think they were, for various reasons, were excited about Donald Trump or whatever. But, like, I don't think anybody was ever really excited about Hillary Clinton. Because if you think about it, right, like, even think about, like, the primary. Like, Bernie Sanders was having, like, thousands and thousands of people come out to his rallies, right? Like, what rally do you remember Hillary Clinton having? Like, Barack Obama, when that whole thing was going down, like, do you remember 08 and how, like, he's filling football stadiums? Crazy amounts of people, Everybody yeah. was, like, insane. And I know that's just, like, a – that's a moment that won't be recreated. That it, it just can't be recreated. Right. Like, it was the first black president. Barack Obama is, like, amazingly cool and just whatever, whatever. But one of the best – one of the greatest speakers of our generation. Yeah, of course. So it's, like, you know, there's a combination of a bunch of things. But, like, I just remember being energized – at that time. I don't feel like anybody yeah. was really energized in this life cycle. And that's why, you know, Trump won the presidency, but he had he had less votes than Romney who lost by 5 million. You know what that's I mean? Crazy. Like he lost the he lost popular vote to Barack Obama by 5 million and Trump had more votes than him and he is the president. Like nobody was energized and that made people stay home. That's not a good thing, but it's also mm -hmm. just kind of shows you like how people just are like, all right, this whole this whole political party system, this whole everything about it just needs to stop because a lot of people just did not vote. More people in the country did not vote than did. Yeah, I think what you, you said there is people weren't energized. I think like and when you look at Obama in 08, <clears throat> I think it's like more specifically and I could be wrong, but I feel like it's more specifically young people. I don't th feel like either of these candidates spoke to the younger generation in any type 70. of compelling way. Yeah. And Obama like spoke directly to us in 08. And, yeah. you know, at that time there was a lot more uh, uncertainty even than there is now, as far as like student loan debt and the lack of jobs when you come out of college and stuff like that. So we needed somebody to speak to us <clears throat> and that's what Obama did. And in this, I mean, I work on a college campus both of these candidates came to uh, our campus a number of times throughout this race because it was a, a battleground state in Pennsylvania. And um, the amount of people that were there to protest were so much more vocal uh, and enthusiastic than the people that were actually going to attend and hear the message. So I think throughout this whole thing, um, neither of them maybe spoke to the populations that they needed to energize. And, and that goes to what Didi was saying is that just people weren't, people weren't, uh, energized or really excited about either of these candidates. I think maybe a way to, to help that is if, if I was running, I'd have my rallies sponsored by rallies. What's rallies? You gotta eat. Is rallies food? Yeah. Rallies fast food. I've never heard of that. Come on, you've seen their commercials. I've not seen their commercials, I promise you. Seriously? Yeah. Looks like Dee went to sleep. I couldn't hear you. I lost <laughs> there he you. Is. I did lose you there. I lost you on Skype. I lost you on Skype. My bad. Okay. Well, did you hear what I said about rallies? No, I missed it. Because, like, you I said froze. political rallies should be sponsored by rallies. You got Dude, you. rallies has fries in stores now, by the way. I didn't know this until recently. Rallies has yeah, frozen fries food aisle. in frozen stores. food aisle, baby. So does Arby's. Uh, yeah, and I buy Rally's fries all the time. They're seasoned perfectly. You put those things in the oven for like 25 minutes. 
game over. Do you have, do you have a rallies near you in LA, Didi? There are there's a rallies out here, but I don't. I've and I've seen it. I just haven't been to it. See, here's the thing. There, we've I've seen rallies commercials all the time. They're nationwide, and there's not one anywhere close to being out here. Sponsor these rallies by rallies, and it's a win-win. They get what? their food out there. We get here. Why? Why do people not come out and vote this year? Well, <laughs> let's talk about rallies. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the reason why. This is this is actually a very good reason why. Like uh, rallies. Like we're if talking you were running, about if rallies. I was running, I'd do that. Would either of you two ever run for? If you had like a a background in politics or legal, whatever or business. I mean. I guess, or, yeah, or anything at this point. You're right. <laughs> Would you ever run for political office? And I don't mean president of the United States. You got to start local. You no. got to work your way up. No. Ever, ever any interest there to just to be like, you know what? Time to time to change the books a little bit here. I'm going. I'm I'm being that guy. Chris is hard no right now. Strong strong no. Strong no. Uh, Mr. Dudley, Dude, what about you? I feel like you got a you. Have, You'd, you'd have a great vocal presence on the floor of whatever Dude, house you'd be in. Like, it sounds cool just because I'd like to just, like, you know, I'd like to do speeches and stuff and do rallies at rallies. But, like, I – no. You know, it's because like, it just – I don't want all those people calling me. I don't want all those people complaining to me. Like, I don't want all that. Mm-hmm. Like, that would just be – it just sounds awful. Like, you know, and especially being the president where you're never right. Regardless if you are, you're never right. You know, like, I just, I, I don't know if I want that, that, you know, like, and also like, look at being president, like look at Barack Obama when he came in, he had black hair, you know, eight years ago, looks super young. I feel like he's going to yeah. start, I feel like his hair is going to go black <laughs> again, whenever like he leaves office, like in 2020, when we see Obama, he's going to look like, he's going to look like he's 48. I'm telling you, like, it's, oh, it's man. like, yo, yeah, yo, you painting that, you, you painting that top? <laughs> Barack, no. Yeah, um, it's uh, but no, there's no way. I I can't I can't do that. I don't I don't want any of those, especially in the world of social media where people can get to you so fast. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Mm-hmm. We've probably tweeted. To, well, never mind. Donald Trump is president. I was about to say we probably <laughs> tweeted too many unforgivable things, but then no. everybody keeps retweeting Donald Trump's tweets. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. like no, all that's that is gone now, dude. That is <clears throat> no. All right, let's. Uh, we have a couple of uh, subcategories under here that we need to still get through because I went on a tangent about rallies. Um, <laughs> thoughts on the protests throughout the country, and are people overreacting based on this? Oh yeah, well, Chris, I know there were some in Oakland. Yeah, yeah, there have been a few. I mean, I think on there's probably been a lot on just college campuses in general, yeah. but there have been some at Pitt, <clears throat> and uh, they're now actually calling for Pitt to be a safe haven for. Um, I think like unregistered immigrants or something like that. So yeah, there's, they've been pretty vocal on campus. Um, you know, in a way, I think I could see it both ways. Like, I think like, yeah, you could, or no, people aren't overreacting because it's legitimate to feel however you want to feel. And as long as you're not destroying property mm-hmm. or anything like that or hurting anybody, I don't have a big problem with it. Um, and I understand there people have been really passionate, and I understand the uh, level of worry or being scared because this is really uh, you know uncharted territory. But um, at the same time, I could think, well, maybe we are, uh, maybe some people are overreacting a little bit because um, you know it's it, nothing is has happened yet. Um, so you know you you go. It's it's just like with anything like. I feel like you're 
right to have whatever your opinion is on anything, unless as long as it's an informed opinion. But at the same time, um, there is probably this level of like you have to kind of wait and see the process play out a little bit. Um, because I think it, we've even found out so far like a few things that Donald Trump said he was going to do immediately. Like he's already found out that he can't do those things. So um, I don't know. It's weird. I could see both sides of it if you think that they are being uh, <clears throat> like a little too reactionary uh, or not. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm all for, you know, protesting, getting it, getting it out there. But there was a protest this past week, 100,000 people in Los Angeles, just to show you how how mad people are like i mean and it's like you said all over college campuses but i also just on the other side of it i just feel like man like this is what we got you know what i mean like yeah. it's, we're not yeah he's not gonna anything. step down like he's not gonna step down because he sees you marching yeah like we're not you know, you know what I mean? he's not gonna step down unless something awful happens like which could happen you just never know it's just like mm -hmm. You know, but I also, I, but I guess I also just like think about, you know, different things. Like, I, I don't know, like he, I felt like he, I still say he was like, he's possibly an awful human being, but I still say he was like, a lot of the things he was saying was to energize a certain people that probably normally didn't vote and they voted for him. And there were already a mm -hmm. bunch of millennials who weren't voting for Hillary and that kind of made the difference in the election in my opinion, as he energized the fa energized the base that wasn't going to vote because they were being ignored and Hillary never energized the base that's like, we don't really care about politics and we don't get political parties. And that's pretty much most millennials. So I don't know. It's it's all it's all interesting, I think. But Trump did say a bunch of awful things during the during his during his uh, campaign. So, yeah, I just wonder how long the protests are going to go. You know, how long is this actually going to go? Is this just going to be a thing that goes on for two weeks and then we forget about it? Right. Or is this going to actually be in, in December? Like people Pokemon protesting? Well, yeah, that's a good point because I feel like it's always like <laughs> I feel like it's always like we we don't like a lot of these protests. They happen because of a move like like some type of uh, like movement that people are passionate about. And then sometimes it goes away until another thing happens. And like. You know, again, it's like an informed thing. If, if people are passionate about it and they have informed opinions, um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's it's it, you're, and you're right. You made a good point there, Chris. With like nothing's actually happened yet. You yeah. know, he has. There hasn't actually been <clears throat> anything that's come out of him being president yet, which he still isn't. That you know, a specific issue that would cause people to be angry over. They definitely have a right to be angry and, and a right to protest but well, his cabinet picks are pretty awful so far yeah like, it's it's getting there like, that's one of the things there. that made me scared when i when Sheesh. i like i saw news about like he he didn't un, he had i guess he was unaware of, as far as how many people he needed to hire for and like all the positions <laughs> he needed to hire for and stuff yeah. i'm like oh god what's gonna happen in yeah. some of these names with uh you know, the <clears throat> dude from that breitbart site or whatever that's like a that's like a left whatever i forget the alt-right site or something like that and it's like he's got all of these awful racists and just anti-semitic posts and all this stuff that like he runs this website and that's basically all they do and there's and he's got other people in this that are supposedly going to be on his cabinet that like have have made like kkk jokes in the news and stuff like that so i'm whew. I it's oh God, these cabinet picks are, are what's making me nervous, but those aren't official yet either. They're, they're finalists right. to Donald Trump, as he said, 
recently. He said, only I know who the finalists are. And I'm like, all right, well, we're watching an episode of The Apprentice. He we said, said yeah. that it should be Finalist. decided by the voice. We said that it Dude, should be decided by the voice. You're right. We said that in Brunch 20. We said that in Brunch 20. Who's on that. his team? Dude, he might be doing that. Like, that might be how he's, he's picking his cabinet. He's turning his chair around, and people are He's talking. just turning his chair. Doesn't yeah. mean you get him yet. Oh um, you hired. All right, we gotta <laughs> we gotta roll through, but we gotta roll through to the next topic yeah. because we got a lot to cover still. But real quick, electoral college. Obviously, it looks like Hillary Clinton uh, has won is going to win the popular vote by a couple million yeah. votes. Um, are you fine with sticking with that with that method? It's what the fifth time it's happened that the po- the person that won the popular vote did not win the electoral college. Do you think it makes sense staying it that way? Not that it's an easy change to make or it's ever going to happen, yeah. but would you rather it go a popular vote? Being a person from a small state, you can't get rid of the electoral college. Like I'm from West Virginia, you get five you get five votes. If you go popular vote, it it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like it just doesn't it doesn't count. And like a lot of those states, West Virginia, North Dakota, South Dakota, whatever, their vote doesn't count. It goes just to all big cities. And all, mm. all, you know, it goes to all big cities. And that's what, you know, like we were talking about Milwaukee. The reason why people were waiting is because that's like, <laughs> that's basically all of the state. Like people were like Miami Dade whole, yeah. and then like Orlando and Florida. And it was like, all right, well, if Hillary wins these, she's going to win Florida. And I'm like, because of two counties? That's insane. But yeah, that's right. why, I don't know, you can't, to me, you, you can't get rid of it. Or if you're going to get rid of it, you got to figure something else that doesn't exclude people from mm-hmm. picking for president. Chris, stay or go? I don't know. Hot takes. <laughs> Hot takes over here. I'm not, I'm not informed enough to be able to, like, strategize a better way. I see people com- complain about the Electoral College, and they say it's, it's a bad system. Then I see people say, well, you certainly can't just base it off of the popular vote. And it's like, okay, well, tiebreaker. what the hell do you want to do? I don't know. Tiebreaker. Yeah. I think in that case you need to have a tiebreaker. Go to a shootout. Go to a shootout. Just like in the NHL. Dunk yeah. contest. <laughs> yeah. Let's figure something out. Ooh, who would win Let's a dunk work on contest, this. Trump or Hillary? Ooh. Let's work on this. And we're, we're, we're seeking you. We're seeking you, the listener. If, in the case of a presidential election, one person wins the Electoral College, one person wins the popular vote, what should be a realistic tiebreaker to figure this out from moving forward? So hit us up at Brunch Breakdown on Twitter. Take a photo of it. Give, send it to us on Instagram. Whatever you want to do, slide into our DMs, if you will. <laughs> Let us know. How would you break that tiebreaker? Um, also worth noting, somebody we've talked about here a couple times on this, uh, these episodes is Colin Kaepernick didn't vote. Yeah. find that interesting, huh? Yeah. Not smart. Yeah. Not smart, man. Stephen A. Smith was going off about that on uh, ESPN one day, and I just happened to like turn on the TV, and he was screaming. But he was like saying that like everything Kaepernick was – um, yeah. s- like saying he was like trying to, you know, make a statement about like, didn't hold any weight now because he didn't vote in the election. And, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I have that strong of an opinion on it, but I thought it was, it was interesting because he has all of a sudden become kind of like almost a, um, political figure in some form. He's certainly more of a figure than he is a NFL quarterback. I'll tell you True. that much, <laughs> True, but, uh, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was interesting, and I, I'd be lying if I wasn't kind of like, okay, well, if you're going to take a stand, but you're not going to vote and try and you know make a change to something that seems to be a little conflicting. I don't know. I just the way I look at that is like, if you're not going to vote, 
All right, because like I'm not one of those people that think voting is some hard thing to do, and like you know everyone's like you want to pat on the back for voting, like everyone's got to post their I voted sticker and stuff like that, like they, like they did something that's fine, like yeah you did get out there and vote, but like you're not out there you know risking your livelihood, you know what I mean? Like Colin Kaepernick doesn't have to do this. Colin Kaepernick could just literally have not voted and sat on his sixty something million dollars that he's made. He'd have to do any of this. You know, he'd have to do any of this stuff. He's brought more conversation than any of them than about things that, like, can help us as a country than Hillary or Trump did. And definitely more than me. You know what I mean? And he put himself on the line, has a bunch of, you know, death threats and all this other stuff. Like, I'm not, you know, I feel like he's done more this year than Mm -hmm. most politicians. So, like, I I don't know. Like, if you're not going to vote, then you better be the person that's, like, out there fighting for change and True. trying to make this place better. But, you know, and that's, and that's what I feel like he's done this year. So I don't have a problem with him not voting, but like, I think you should vote. I'm just saying, I'm just not going to sit here and be like, yeah, like, you know, if you don't vote, then you're terrible. No, like if you don't vote, then you better be out there doing something. I'm surprised he told everybody. Yeah, that was, like, you don't have to tell everybody. No, either. You don't. That was my thing. I was like, you don't have to, but you don't need to tell everybody no. either based on your, stance on everything yeah. but uh all right let's move let's on to a topic that's uh get my mouth watering thanksgiving right around the corner <laughs> we're talking what needs to be on your plate and what do you want <clears throat> nowhere near your plate gentlemen what are you most looking forward to what what's it what's it got to be for you what's what's got to be on the plate for stuffing i'm gonna stuff it stuffing wow chris very enthusiastic about that answer let me tell you i actually agree with you my answer is also stuffing but the other day I had stuffing that had sausage in it, and it absolutely blew my freaking mind. Really? It was the best. It, it, it wasn't like – I think it was, it was ground sausage, so it wasn't like lynx or anything mm-hmm. like that. And it, it blended in so well. It wasn't like a lot of it. It was mind-blowing stuffing. That was, that was it for me. I mean that's, that's what I look forward to. So stuffing, stuffing. Didi, stuff your face. Yeah, I don't do know like? about that. No, like what I need on my plate, I need like, I need mac and cheese on my plate. That's Ooh, what I need on my okay. plate. I need, I need Southern mac and style. cheese on the plate. I do need stuffing on the plate. Don't get me wrong. But like, I feel like a lot of people mess up stuffing, you know? It's easy to mess people up. People mess up don't stuffing Don't go stovetop either. Just don't. But, don't go stovetop. Don't do it. <laughs> that's for like the rest of the months of the year. Okay? Yeah, no, that's true. Aisle 10, stuffing. But yeah, mac and cheese but, has to be on the plate. No question. If it's not on the plate, mac and cheese is that a, is that a, a every year thing for you at Thanksgiving? Is mac and cheese? Yeah. Oh yeah, typical. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. it's. I need to get that into the uh, rotation. It's definitely typical. And some kind of casserole's got to be on my plate too. Like Thanksgiving is a perfect time for casseroles, green bean casserole, whatever the casserole is. Give it to me. I will try it. I love casseroles, man. That's true. There are things that I don't like, and I if they're in a casserole, I'm like, <laughs> give it to me. Let's try it. Let's, <laughs> true. let's try it out. Like, oh, what's that? Bring yeah. it on. Bring it on. I thought you didn't like it. Bring yeah, it on. Bring it on. Like, um, give me a casserole. What about from the dessert aspect? Apple pie. What's the go-to gotta be dessert? Apple yeah. pie, no question. Apple, Apple pie. Hot or cold? Hot. Beautiful answer. So glad you said that. With ice cream. You heavily. Just, yeah. Just Top perfect just to fall asleep to. A la mode. A la mode. Hashtag a la mode. <laughs> uh, Chris, go-to dessert. I know you're not a big... Dessert guy. Yeah, I'm not a big dessert guy. Actually, we have the question on here, like, what do you not want on your plate? And oh, no, you're not. I've gotten so burnt out on pumpkin-flavored everything 
that like if like if I can get a pumpkin flavored Oreo, like what the hell does pumpkin pie mean anymore? Pumpkin pie was here's another Chris Gates right. think piece. Okay. Uh, pumpkin pie was something sacred, okay? Pumpkin pie was something that inspired us all. It's something that we look forward to every Thanksgiving that we could eat around the table with our family and friends. But nowadays, you can go to Starbucks and get a pumpkin coffee. You can go down the grocery aisle and get pumpkin effing wheat thins. Go to hell with the pumpkin anymore. I don't want... I Like, at, at this rate, I'll show up to the tailgate and and we'll have pumpkin flavored cheeseburgers today and it's ridiculous good so i used to love pumpkin pie and america and your stupid obsessions and dan you're at the forefront of this bullshit you're it's, damn right it's I ruined am. it's you're... ruined because of you and your pumpkin madness i i i send it back i send it back and you know the worst no, thing about the pumpkin madness is what it's all no, about it's, not about... it's the one time a year Stop. Just get it on everything. Pour it no, on, baby. No, it's not one I time a year because it starts in August. Yes. It's still it a time. It starts in August. People start pushing because this year, I, I don't know if this is like a fact or not, but I felt like this year pumpkin stuff happened way too fast. Usually you get to mid-September, something like that, where it's like, okay, it's here. Because I'm not a big pumpkin guy anyways, but like I just felt like in August – and especially living out here, it feels so much different too, where it's like 99 degrees outside and people are like – Pumpkin time. Starbucks is like, it's PSLs, <laughs> baby. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Be weird out there. Are you kidding there. me yeah, right yeah. now? Be weird out there. I'll but it's still weird in August. Like, it's August. All this stuff started in August. It doesn't matter where you are in the country. It's still weird. It's August. It's still hot. Before Labor Day, pumpkin stuff was out. And I was like, nah. I freaking I can't have that. Pumpkin, everything. I, yeah, you're right. Chris, I am at the freaking Ridiculous. forefront of it. And I'm not going down. The ship's not going down. We're moving onward and upward, and yeah, pumpkin cheeseburgers. I'll work research and development. Oh, we'll work God. on it. We'll work Sweet on potato it. pie. I got pumpkin too, coffee. That needs to be on right plate. here. Pumpkin coffee right here. It's like and it's trust like me. the it's like the NFL. Eventually, people are going to get burnt out on it, and ratings are going to go down. Dan, with your pumpkin coffee, the ratings are going yeah, down. Yeah, long after I'm dead. <laughs> long after I'm dead. Well, you know what I do is like because the K cups have a good shelf life on them. So at the end of the year, I stock I stock up. Big time pile up so that I'm at least I get to at least oh, May true. before I run out of pumpkin. So for me, pumpkin season is much lengthier. Um, shouts out to pumpkin. The everything. worst. Uh, something that I don't want on my plate: cranberry sauce. Get rid of Dude, that. I don't need that. Get that away that's from me. The like the reason I put that on the menu was <laughs> because of cranberry sauce. I was like, I have to say something about cranberry sauce because that is what something I don't want anywhere near me. Doesn't matter if it's like sliced cranberry. Doesn't matter if it's like the other way. Mm-hmm. I don't want cranberry Jellied. anywhere it... near me on Thanksgiving. Nowhere near me. Like get that. Like no, I don't want to see it. The only sauce that you should be eating just as itself is applesauce. Everything else, sauce usually means you put it on top yeah. of something. Cranberry sauce shouldn't be on top of so. anything, let alone eat it by itself. Like, take that, get that back to the whoever Dude, invented people that. People love it though, just man. People love to it. the pilgrims. Send it to the pilgrims. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need your garbage. It's disgusting. Um, we'll take your country. You take your cranberry sauce. I don't know why they became Russian. Yeah, are you Ukrainian or something? Yeah. And yeah. I thought I didn't pay Maybe that's where I started. I'll look Yikes. into it. I'll look into it. Um, all right. That's a great topic. I wish we could talk more about that, that but we can't. Um, let's go to TV. Okay, cool. uh, mostly, especially because Dave Chappelle was very recently on Saturday Night Live. But Did uh, both of you boys get a chance oh, to yeah. see that? Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts? I thought it was a... 
you know, it was like SNL. You know, you hope to get another, you hope to get a couple of good skits, and it's cool. The election day skit was election night skit was like maybe the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Cause that was great. I thought that was hilarious. And Chris Rock comes in, and it's like you've got Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle in a skit. That was like, awesome. Get out of here. And it, I just thought it was super funny. But they're like, this is the because like the whole night it was just like, oh, to the Latinos. Oh, why didn't the Latinos yeah. come out the vote? Then it was like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened in this country. And then they were like, ah! They just laughed. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, that's how I felt like all of like election night and the days after was like, that's how I felt. So I thought that election night skit was amazing. Yeah, the skit, and then the skit that he brought back all of his old characters yes. from the Chappelle show, uh, merged it in with The Walking Dead yeah. was absolutely hilarious. I was losing it during that. <laughs> uh, what did you think of the cold open? Hated it. Stupid. Thought it was terrible. Thought really? It was maybe the worst terrible. open like, of all time. It was so bad that that whole thing was like to uh, the guy that wrote that song died. Yeah. And it was to honor the guy. Why dress up as Hillary when you're doing that? It was like mocking the song you're trying to honor for the guy that it was. That was terrible. It was like death to him and death to that Oof. character because you think uh, who? That's Kate uh, McKinnon. Um, Kate. Uh, what's her? What's Kate her last name? McKinnon. McKinnon. McKinnon, who's hilarious and like was in a lot of those yeah. skits uh, that particular episode. She's fantastic, but it was almost like for her too. It was like this character is dead. We're not gonna. It's not dead though because Hillary's still gonna be in politics, yeah. and now she's gonna have to take sh- take calls from President Donald Trump. So they can. It's definitely not gonna be dead. I thought it won't be dead, but it won't be like. I mean, that's think about that for an SNL character. One that has that, and one that one has Trump, one that has Hillary. It's like. This is a big thing. Oh, yeah. Like you're gonna be one of you is gonna be on like all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And that's gonna be your character, and the other one is like not yeah. as much. But you're right; it'll probably be sticking I, around every. I once thought in a that day. thing was so stupid because it was just like she was. It's because yeah, like the the dude who's saying you the waited song for the died. joke, right? You waited for the lyrics. I, yeah, to change. I was waiting for the joke. I was like, you're Why waiting for are that. You doing this, and plus she didn't sound good. She sounded like absolute garbage. And I'm like, you could have, if you really wanted to honor this dude, because because people were like, oh my god, it was so great. Like they were honoring him and like whatever, and they were telling us to stay strong. And I was like, yo, like uh, if you really wanted to honor him, you would have brought somebody out who could actually sing. And sing and sing yeah. Hallelujah for him because that's a beautiful song. Everyone knows that song. It's a beautiful oh, song. And you have her doing the Hillary Clinton shtick, and you're waiting for a punchline, and it never happens. And that, yeah. yeah, and like the cold open from SNL right after the election is something everybody's like, oh yeah. man, how are they going to roast this election? And they didn't do anything. Yeah. Like, they didn't do anything. That's why that. I think that's why that skit, Didi, you mentioned the election night one. I think that that's why that was. Probably even so much more funny for me is because, okay, it took them this long. You had the cold open, then the monologue, then they finally got to talking about the – or doing a skit on the election. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, I thought it was bad. Yeah, I feel like that – the reason – I feel like the reason they were able to do the cold open and maybe this is what they thought now that I'm like just thinking about it while talking to you guys is like they knew Dave Chappelle's monologue was going to be amazing, which it was. And which then the was, election yeah. night yeah. skit was right after that, which it was. So it's like you've got this – a weird open and then uh, then like m- the monologue and the next skit after that were insane they were both incredible mm-hmm. so maybe that's why they were able to do it but i still i'm with you chris like i was waiting to i was waiting to laugh and i felt like i was ready to laugh when i turned it on and i didn't and then i did later but it was just like i was ready to you know right at the top start laughing yeah. 
but no. And it was like this. It was like this sappy thing where, like, even if you think about like, like. SNL is kind of synonymous with like big, big moments in our country. And even if you think about like 9/11, yeah. like the, they they after 9/11, they were had a very serious tone and then like Lauren Michaels actually Rudy Giuliani actually cracked a joke mm-hmm. at Lauren Michaels in the cold open of that show. Yeah. So it, it it's like if you're constantly always, you know, finding a way to make light of a situation, then this one was just yeah. I don't know. It was bad. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Okay. But the episode um, was good. Like, yeah. the episode Dave was, was great. It Tribe was, really was great. Good. Thought it was great. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, we're coming up against it a little bit, so let's try to squeeze in something. We got to definitely got to talk music, uh, but let's try to get in another one real quick. What do you guys want to talk about? The uh, six packs at beer distributors in Pennsylvania. The would you rather have life questions or Britney's new music <laughs> video? I'll let you guys decide since I numbered them. Oh. Go ahead. Let's. Uh, We'll take the popular Let's vote. How about that? This thing? <laughs> I say, would you, would you rather? rather? Okay. There's one on here, and I've got another one. Okay. Which one do you want to go with? Okay. I hope this is good. <laughs> I thought it was very intriguing. I heard it uh, on a radio show earlier this week, and I kind of tweaked it a little bit to make it more intriguing. You mentioned like the waiting in line at a checkout thing. Would you rather? You could have one or two things for the rest of your life. Never have to wait in line anywhere again. Talking grocery stores, gas stations, uh, clothing stores, airports, anywhere that you have to wait in line, concert venues. You never have to wait in line again. You have like a VIP easy pass. You have like an easy pass. You just slide right in for anything. Or you can fly for free. For the rest of your life. You never have to pay for a plane ticket again. And let me throw it in. It's first, first class too. How about that? It's a first class free flight for the rest of your life. You never have to pay for it. Or you never wait in line. Uh, I don't know how much I wait in line for things. But like flying, you could still – like your plane could still get delayed. Or like they could still lose your luggage. And I hate flying. So I feel like I'd take the line jumper pass. Oh my God! Fly for okay. free. Like this isn't even hard. Here we go. Like I will wait in line. Really? For the rest of my life, I'll wait in the longest lines. If I could, if I know, like at any point, I can fly somewhere for free, first class. What? What? If the right. plane, if the plane shows up, and Didi, you lose your luggage a lot. <laughs> this is true. This is true. <laughs> I've I've lost my luggage more than the normal human, but I'm still. Mm-hmm. Give me that. Give me first class because I would be a lot happier if I had first class and lost my luggage. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, have a couple drinks down, some good food down. Yeah, there we go. But yeah, I've struggled with this one. I really have because I mean, you probably don't think you wait in line a lot, but if you add it all up, it's a lot of time. Does that include? And like, it may not be. Well, no, traffic probably doesn't count. Yeah, I wouldn't say traffic. If I could counts. get rid of traffic, if we could throw that but in, like, I would take traffic over everything. Waiting in line for food somewhere or. Like I said, at the airport, I mean, here's your airport thing, your connection there. Because um, we wait in line a lot in our lifetime. But First class. It's, it's like what means – what's worth more to you? Like actual money about paying for something or like time? That's the whole thing. Time debate. is money. Money is time. It's, time, it's all the right. same. Oh, goodness. Um, that was deep. <laughs> well, Dan, for you, I, might take I mean, the line here's, here's I, might... I, think, I think the Go perfect ahead. scenario for Dan – is you yeah. fly for free, um, yeah. but you 
and then you can go to LA whenever you want. But for DD's sake, will you fly there, be there for two days, then go somewhere else, and then come back for two days, and then fly home for free? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Is it possible to do that? If that's, I think that should be your answer. That's possible, but it would be a lot more. There'd be more trips because when we, when we, when I fly out there, I'm out there for a week, and we still do something every single like hour of every single day. We're not shortage of anything. So um, if that's the sacrifice. <laughs> I might take it. I might take it because then I'm flying for free. If I'm, that is I thought, true. if I have to leave and come back, I'm still flying for free for a class. You can fly somewhere right. else. You don't have to fly. Right. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to fly home. You can fly somewhere else. I'll fly from I'll fly from Burbank to LAX. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> that good enough? Yeah. That good yeah. enough? Uh, let's let's throw in this other one real quick because I like it. Would you rather be homeless or live without family and friends? Now, does that mean I, you can't like gain new friends, I, or does that mean like basically your family and friends? That you have right now. I, I think this is. I think this one is is pointless because if you have family and friends, you'll never be homeless. Deep. Oh gosh. Look oh, at you with boy. the. I'm on a code. roll. Is anyone this else guy. hearing deep this? We're brunch now, boys. Over here, like we're deep in brunch. Chris is a couple of mimosas deep, and he's going wow. deep. He's going yard. I got a lot good. of coffee. That was good. Had a lot of coffee. Because all I because all I could think of was like, man, like this is the hardest thing in the world, but you just made it so easy. Like, yeah, like if you have family and friends and every homeless, but if I'm not thinking about it that way, I'm like, man, like, yeah. What's the question again? Rather be homeless or live without. So you have family. a home with no family, no friends, or you have no home and all your family and all your friends. Which I keep saying, it they're not mutually exclusive, so it couldn't. It... Yeah. No, because you could be like the, the lady from Home Alone 2, the bird True. lady, who has family, but she is homeless, and like they don't take her back. Now, at the end of the movie, Kevin you know, opens her eyes up to that, and then she gets back in the home, but they don't necessarily like you. If you're homeless and you have a family, they probably don't like you. Shout out to Kevin McAllister, though, man. Shouts to Kevin McAllister. Like, it's about that time that we give shouts to Kevin McAllister because, like, Ooh, we, we brought do, that old dude. We should dude, power rank our Christmas movies. Because he gave that old yes. dude his family back. He gave that lady his, her some turtle doves and her family back. True. Like, yo, like, true. He brought kid. people together. I don't know what to pick on this dude, one. That's the hero we need right now. Kevin McAllister. Yeah. Kevin McAllister. Yo. Kevin McAllister. <laughs> um, I don't know what I'd pick on this one because, like, I feel like I could make new friends. But I can't make new family, I guess. But I don't want to be homeless because then my family doesn't like me, clearly. <laughs> if we learn so anything I'm taking, from Home Alone, they will not like you. We might have to, re- we might have to revisit this one. Now. We want to tie this, this in with Home Alone. I might go without yeah. family and friends. No offense <laughs> to you guys or any, anybody else. Um, <laughs> All right. Because I can make new friends at that point. At least I have a house to invite them over to. Okay, let's talk new music before we wrap things up. <laughs> let's get to it. <laughs> um, uh, Chris, why don't you uh, lead us off here, as you always do? Sure. Do I always? No, I suppose not. Yeah, I don't feel like you do. <laughs> um, but by the way, okay. Cozy Tapes, fire. Like, yeah, you like it, right? Yo. So it's really good. good. Like, if you're looking for substance, Cozy Tapes probably isn't no. for you. But if you're just looking for, like, jams to, to you know, some bangers, yeah, like, that, that's, that's good. What did you? What did you initially? You typed it in our te- our group text, but you 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 yeah, <laughs> a typo it, or it something. Yeah, it autocorrected. It said uh, I can't remember. It's crazy. I think it didn't like the word cozy. Or something. Shit, I'm trying to find. I it. don't know. 
Um, well, Go for it. Uh, Real Friends. Yeah, because put- Didi took a, a week and a half to put the hey. damn playlist together, which is also available, Spotify, by the way. <laughs> the playlist from episode from Brunch 20 is also available. Please check that out on our Twitter page. Sounds of Brunch. Just all you got to do is search it. It comes right up. Spotify and Apple Music. Oh, crazy, crazy. Didn't like crazy, crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah, crazy, it. crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just said crazy, crazy. <laughs> crazy, crazy. That sounds like a Britney Spears song. Um, yeah. Uh, Real Friends put out a music video for their song Mess, uh, which is off their album The Home Inside My Head. Um, so check that out. Uh, it's pretty good. They did the music video where good. they like casted all of the... Uh, they just like did an open ca- casting for the their fans, and so all of the oh, extras cool. in their music video are their fans. Sick. Um, and I don't know how you guys have your iTunes set up, like on your phone, but I have mine set up so that it only plays the music that's on my phone. But you can also have like your whole library, and you can stream it from library. the cloud. Um, right. I don't like to do that just because I don't like to burn data, so I have it turned off. But when I'm you know, within a wireless network that it picks up, it'll also then start playing on shuffle some of the songs that are uh, within my larger library. And you get a throwback ra- for us. Randomly, Streetlight Manifesto came on. He go. Uh, and I was like, oh, I haven't listened to Streetlight in so long. So I downloaded, I uh, re-downloaded to my phone uh, their album from 2013, The Hands That Thieve. And like, if you like punk rock or if you like ska uh, or maybe a combination of the two, and you haven't heard Streetlight Manifesto. Streetlight Manifesto, they they their songs are like like mini punk rock symphonies, like every single one of them. Uh, a lot of the songs are like five or six minutes long, and they're really good. Um, but yeah, I would suggest checking that out. That's on my phone. I've been listening to that for the last week or so. So that that's about it. Okay. All right, uh, Didi, you want to take the. Yeah, I'll take, take I'll take the reins because I know exactly what's coming up in Dan's and I might walk away from my computer. So anyways, oh. here we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Bruno Mars put out his album, 24K Magic, and uh, yeah. it, it's, it is literally – it will take you – like if you are a single guy, you are going to absolutely love this album. And if you're not a single guy, like Dan, you That's are a single guy. Chris, you I love are the definitely album. not a single guy. Um uh, it, but it will take you back to your single days because there are songs on the album that literally Tremendous. just have you like feeling like just remembering the nights like that. And it's like and it's just a great album. It's so much fun. Like it's almost like it's almost like an album that's like perfect for like a wedding from start to finish. Like it really is like it's nine songs, which makes it have that like old school feel. It feels like a 90s throwback. It's like early. It's really mostly the sounds of like the early 80s like early early 90s mm-hmm. late 80s music which to me is kind of annoying at times but just it's kind of annoying just because like i don't know i feel like i'd rather listen there's a couple songs on there where it's like all right if i wanted to do this i'd listen to michael jackson or if i wanted to do this i'd go listen to like an old bobby brown cd or something like that but anyways it is good and i'm just being a music snob about it but there's a song on there called that's what i like and that song is like a banger i love that song um sharon jones i don't know if you guys know sharon jones sharon jones and the dab kings well she passed away yesterday sharon jones i saw that and i just want to give a couple songs because if you don't know sharon jones or sharon jones and the dab kings um make sure you check out 100 days 100 nights or another song called all over again both those songs are incredible and r.i.p sharon jones and then childish gambino he's got an album coming out on the second of December, he put out a single called Redbone, which is Do you I like love it? it? I love the song Redbone. Not the first I can't the get first down one. With it yet. 
is different, but I like the I like Redbone yeah. a lot. And uh, then Post Malone, congratulations. That's another one. So variety of okay. music there. Bruno Mars, Sharon Jones, Childish Gambino, Post Malone. So there's uh, there's that. And if you don't know who Post Malone is, he had the song called White Iverson. He's got this whole sing songy folk As rap Good deal stuff, he's Mr. got Dunn. going on. And uh, yeah. So that's what I got this week. That's what I'm listening to. All right, solid. A lot Good of stuff. laid back vibes. Appreciate you. Week. Appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. I was getting conserved. Uh, the new music that was coming over the last couple of weeks was getting a little shitey. Um, but thankfully, shitey. we've been we've been yeah. saved recently because it's a weird time of year where albums coming out. It's a weird time of year with the holidays and and such. Uh, Chris, one of your favorite bands of all time, Milky Chance. They're back, baby. <laughs> They're back with their song Cocoon. It's classic Milky Chance. Is their album called Dirtbag? <laughs> no, it's not. Um, it's in support of their tour that they announced uh, coming up as well. Chris, I'll make sure to invite you. We can go to, to that one. Um, we always joke about ordering a Milky Chance at the bar. Um, <laughs> what kind of reaction like we might get if you order the Milky Chance. But their song, Cocoon, uh, came out. It's been the first time we've heard from those guys in a little while. Check that one up. Uh, a band that I've really liked for quite some time called Sleigh Bells uh, had a single released off of their new their new album, Jessica Rabbit, came out this past week. And the single that I'm I cannot stop playing is called I Can't Stand You Anymore. It's it's fantastic stuff from Sleigh Bells. Good to hear from them again. I'm trying to think of the song that they uh, that they have that most people would maybe recognize that was on the radio a bit a couple years ago, but I'm I'm blanking on it right now. Uh, Eminem. Marshall Mathers, Shady. Yeah. It's been 20 years since his debut album, uh, Infinite, came out. And he's re-releasing that album. Some of the songs, they're just doing them singles at a time. So he released uh, Infinite off of that album, part of the documentary he's doing called Partners in Rhyme, telling the story about that kind of forgotten album, his debut album. And it sounds awesome. The remix release of it uh, is out, so... Again, more of those are coming in the next couple of weeks, but it's, it's, it's classic, old-school Marshall Mathers, uh, Eminem. Really, really enjoy hearing songs like that, again, from him. Um, a girl that I've mentioned a couple, time, uh, a couple of months ago on here, uh, Marina Straw, out of Cleveland, Ohio, released a single this week called Ties. Tides. Excuse me. She's kind of an acoustic singer, very talented singer-songwriter, uh, out of Cleveland. Her EP, Runaway, came out earlier this year. Uh, she was also featured on a single that came out two weeks ago from Will Court, who's also originally from Cleveland, called Write Me Off. And that's the first time she's, it's, it's, he's a, and he's a more of a rapper, so she's featured on that. Really cool to hear her in that type of scene. But get on the bandwagon now, my friends. I am telling I you, get on now. Because there's not much room left. There's not much room left. So check her out, Marina Straw. The song is called Tides. Dan uh, has checked that one out. We'll we talked about running for office recently. We talked about running for office. Well, Dan is the president yeah. of the Marina Straw fan club. When I when I discover and find an artist that has not been not blown up yet, I get super excited about it. She's one of them. She's one of them. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. She'll be big. It's on the way. So get on the train now. Check her out. Uh, what else do I have? Oh, I got a throwback jam for you. 
I've been listening to a lot of Paloma Faith recently for some reason. She, I think she's fantastic. And unfortunately, she doesn't get a whole lot of play in the United States, which is a travesty. Uh, but she was featured on a song in 2014 with Sigma called Changing. I'm sure a lot of people will, well, some people will remember it. But that song jams. Changing from Sigma, Sigma with Paloma Faith. Again, it's a couple of years old, but I heard it this week. A lot of Paloma Faith these past couple of weeks for me. I don't know why. She's fantastic. Um, so check all those out. Where did I start? Uh, Milky Chance, Chris, for you. Cocoon. Again? Uh, Sleigh Bells, <laughs> I Can't Stand You Anymore. Chris, I bet Chris wishes Milky Chance wrote I Can't Stand You Anymore because then that'd be perfect for him. No, I wrote that uh, song Eminem. about Milky Chance. <laughs> yeah. Eminem with Infinite. Uh, Marina Straw with Tides. Uh, also, Write Me Off, which she's featured on with Will Court. And then Sigma with Paloma Faith Changing is what I'm listening to this week. Gentlemen. Good stuff, guys. Good stuff. Um, yeah. Dan and I got to run because we have to go stand in the cold, the wind, the rain, and the snow uh, and wait. drink beers for a 6-4 and four football team. Man. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, man. That's I am, right. That's the thing. Like, as much as I wish I were home so I could go to Morgantown tonight because WVU plays Oklahoma in a huge game, I'm like, nah. It's going to feel very nice to watch that on TV. Yeah, the moonshine yeah. is going to be necessary tonight in Morgantown, West Virginia. Oh, you're yes, telling me. The, yes, it is. You know that that, um, that beer jacket, uh, that liquor jacket is the warmest jacket of all. So uh, <laughs> hopefully everybody survives the cold weather. Um, we appreciate you listening. Again, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud. Uh, we are on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Brunch Breakdown. Didi is on Twitter at Didi is Bored. Dan is on Twitter at SteelCityDan22. I am on Twitter at Chris underscore Gates. Gentlemen, listeners, thank you. And I look forward to doing it again soon. Yeah, we had a couple things that we uh, naturally didn't have time to get to. Obviously, the election took up most of our time here today. But uh, we promised to get to those in our leftover special, right. which, gentlemen, I'm looking at the menu for the leftovers. This is unbelievable what we're going to have to go through. Uh, so stay tuned to at Brunch Breakdown on Twitter, like you mentioned there, Chris, to find out when that's coming out. Thanksgiving week, we'll have a more specific release date for you. It's going to be a little bit uh, different. We'll have that done a little bit or earlier for you, I think. So you can take the time amongst family and friends and share the Brunch Breakdown with everybody with the leftovers episodes. A little less, a little less timely topics, but some very entertaining topics that we have to go over. So look for that this week. Uh, coming up as well so gentlemen until then of course next time reservation for three and we'll see yins (laughs) at the table